0: Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neuro Training offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. It's onpointneuro.com.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Choices, Finding Your Joy, brought to you by On Point Neuro. I am really excited to share with you today, Ravinder Singh, MD. He is a board-certified neurologist, American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. He is the founder of the Beverly Hills Headache Institute, B-H-H-I, and he is the author of Not Tonight, I Have a Headache. And I must share with everything, I read a lot of books. I like to read all the books of everyone I interview, plus I read others on top of that. This book just blew me away. It is absolutely fantastic i i just loved it and i i just loved it uh ravinder so i would like to first off say welcome i am so honored to have you on the show today
2: well thank you very much for inviting me uh, and having me on and i'm excited to be on your show
1: oh thank you so much and the information and that you'll be able to share with everyone i i'm just So happy to have you here. I I would love to begin, doctor, with just a bit of your background, if you would. Well,
2: um, I'm a neurologist, as as you mentioned, and, uh, you know, I trained, I went to uh, West Indies for my medical education. I actually grew up in the U.S. I went to high school in in, in California, uh, and I went to UCLA as undergrad. And then I went to uh, Grenada, West Indies for my medical school. Uh, And then I came back to the United States, and I started uh, my my medical training, or or continued my medical training here. And I came back to UCLA and did my uh, my neurology residency at UCLA and and the VA Medical Center. Um, That was uh, years ago, back in the 1990s. And then um, I I became I, I did I did a fellowship in traumatic brain injuries and stroke and epilepsy. Uh, and I became a stroke specialist. and uh, uh, But then I went into private practice. And in private practice, I realized I was seeing a lot of patients with migraine headaches. And that's the bread and butter of all, almost all neurologists. Uh, chronic pain, migraine is a very common uh, complaint. And so I became very interested in, in migraine headaches because I was seeing a lot of patients. Um, now, as you can tell from my appearance, I'm not... Uh, you know, from this country originally, I'm, I'm from India. And uh, so when I was seeing these patients uh, in my office, a lot of my patients, you know, I could help them because I was, I was specializing in, in, in migraine headaches. But there were a lot of patients who came to me who I couldn't help much. Uh, and no matter how many medications I gave them uh, or tried different combinations of medications or, or other changes, other uh, treatments at that point, they weren't really getting better, so that wasn't satisfying to me. Obviously, wasn't satisfying to them, um, and so I started looking around. and said, "What else can I offer them?" And being from India, you know, um, India, we have a lot of alternative therapies there. Um, we have Ayurvedic medicine, which goes back, you know, thousands of years, and homeopathy, uh, which actually began in in, uh, in Germany, but then became uh, very common in India. And as you know, yoga is very popular here, and yoga obviously originated from India. Uh, so, and then I also looked at other cultures, for, that, for example, Chinese medicine with acupuncture uh, and also then chiropractic treatments. And so I said, okay, well, if I, with my medications, can help my patient, all my patients, maybe we can offer some other techniques that might be able to help them better So I started referring my patients to an acupuncturist or uh, started doing some yoga therapy. Um, And slowly I started to see that these patients were getting better with some of these therapies. And uh, so I wanted to, uh, and then that kind of led me to start my own integrative center. So I decided instead of me sending the patients out to a person acupuncturist here or a yoga therapist somewhere else and trying to find people it might be a good idea to put them all in one location uh, and have all these different therapies uh, you know, in, in, you know, in one office. So that's when I started the integrative center. Um, and uh, you know, started seeing a lot of good results. We had like a yoga therapist. The yoga um, people in this country have a very different idea of what yoga is. All they know is just you know going to a yoga studio and becoming a pretzel or being able to stand on your head. Um, that's only one part of yoga. Yoga actually is, you know, uh, is a part of medicine. It's part of Ayurvedic medicine, and so you can use yoga as therapy, but only if somebody who's trained in that. Um, and I'm so I'm lucky to have somebody who's trained in Ayurvedic medicine and uses yoga as therapy for different medical conditions. Um, and then acupuncture, uh, again, there are a lot of acupuncturists uh, uh, around, but, you know, somebody who can specialize in migraine headaches. Um, so basically, we started this, uh, this center, which has acupuncture, homeopathy, Ayurvedic medicine, yoga therapy, chiropractic medicine, um, and nutritional counseling as well. Uh, and uh, there's another um, allergy elimination technique called NAET. Um, and so, basically, we combine everything in one area, and the benefit is that you know, and I, I haven't given up my medications. You know, I'm still a neurologist, and I still practice uh, you know Western medicine, but it just opens up our you uh, know the, the the toolbox it has a lot of different tools in it now. So, sort of just being only able to offer um, medications, uh, we can offer different things, and people will respond to different techniques. So that's been my journey. You know, I started in, in, you know, in medical school. I wanted to help people. And when I found that I couldn't help uh, completely with Western medicine. Now, I'm not saying Western medicine is bad or, or, or you know, Eastern medicine is all good. There are strong points of both Western medicine and Eastern medicine, and there are equally weak points for both of these different kinds of medication or medicine systems. So it's about combining what works for you finding what's the right uh, technique for you. And that's been my, my uh, medical journey, uh, is to help people with migraine or actually other neurological conditions find the best treatment and being able to offer, have options that other neurologists might not have.
1: I love that. I love that doctor, because really that created such a toolbox for you. You know? using the best of both it's I love it oh, so with the you being a headache specialist would you say that headaches are very common these days
2: oh yes headaches are very common It's one of the most common neurological conditions um almost everybody will have a headache they're very rare few individuals will never have a headache um, but and most common is the what's called a tension-type headache. Um, so, you know, you're stressed out, and you, you go, you're doing a lot of work, and you come home, and you have a headache in front of your head. You want to just kind of relax and take it easy. Uh, those are the most common type of headaches. But the number two uh, cause of headaches uh, is uh, migraine headaches. It's very common. Almost uh, one-fifth of women um, have migraine headaches and a little less number, less frequently in men, about 8% 8 to 10% uh, of, of men uh, have migraine headaches. So migraine is a very common condition for women, especially. Um, and, so, and, and the numbers are actually getting, uh, getting bigger. Uh, and not only that, uh, a, lot of, a lot of patients with migraine, uh, because they haven't been very successful in getting their, them treated, it actually they're not very well treated and there are a lot of patients who are suffering and they don't necessarily need to be suffering as much because they think that there's nothing else that can be done uh you know, for their migraine headaches uh but so the, the reason i'm doing all these interviews and, and that's the reason i wrote the book as well is to educate people that there are many options available so you don't have to just uh you know suffer in in pain and in silence and not tell anybody because you feel that there's no hope for you so the idea is that there is hope uh and uh, even though there are lots lots of patients who have this condition uh there are new techniques and medications and other alternative therapies available that can be very helpful for you
1: dr singh what what is the difference the basic difference between a regular
2: headache and a migraine well regular headache as i mentioned it's uh you know if you're uh tired if you're stressed out one day and you can have like a pain in in, um, either all the whole of your head or Mm -hmm. maybe in the front part of your head and it's not a very debilitating kind of pain it's just a heaviness in the head and there are not no other associated symptoms now migraine uh is actually is a neurological condition. Uh, it's a gene- there's a, some genetic uh, tendency to it, but there are also a lot of uh, social factors and environmental factors that, that play in it. Uh, and that's a very specific type of pain. Uh, it's described as a throbbing pain, mainly on one side of the head, whether it's the right side or the left side, or maybe behind one eye, uh, but it's, uh, it's not a constant, just like a general ache, like the tension type headache, but it's more like a throbbing pain, like somebody's hitting you on the head with a hammer. Uh, there may be associated nausea or people want to throw up or, or they have light sensitivity or sensitivity to sound or uh, other things as well. Any kind of sensation. So uh, typically migrant patients will tell me that they, light bothers them so they will turn the lights off uh, and find a quiet room because noise also increases their pain so they just want to roll up in in the bed in a a quiet corner uh, and be left alone Um, movement is a typical uh, uh, problem any kind of movement will make the pain worse so that's a you know a, a migraine headache sometimes they have an aura so there's a type of my migraine where uh, they may have some visual symptoms uh, uh, before the headache begins. Uh, mm-hmm. So they can tell there's a warning that they're going to have a headache uh, and you, typically they will they will uh, you know, know uh, that the headache is coming and they will want to uh, take precautions and find a place where they can rest.
1: Yes, yes. Wow. I, I had a friend tell me once that it's they would like get a, a headache every night when they went to lay down and go to bed. So it was like this time of night, they would get headaches. Is that common to, or is that a certain trigger them going to bed? I I know in your book, you talk about migraine triggers and I thought Uh, that was fascinating.
2: Yes, um, triggers are very individual. um, And some, uh, many, many different things can actually trigger a headache. Uh, and people have made all sorts of lists. And so when you go to some uh, doctor's offices, they will have a, a list of, of possible triggers and they will tell you, okay, if you have migraines, stay away from these things. The only problem I have with, with a list of triggers is that almost anything can be a trigger uh, in, in, a, in a susceptible individual. Just having a list of things that are possible triggers means that you will have to give up almost everything Uh, in life uh, that makes life interesting. Um, So you have to kind of find what is a trigger for you. So if you suffer from a migraine headache, uh, you may know that there are certain things that always trigger you. Uh, But there's it's it's nice to know that what are some potential triggers. Sometimes sugar is a trigger, sometimes uh, red wine or other fermented products is a trigger. Uh, Sometimes chemical, any kind of chemical foods is a trigger. Certain smells can be triggers, uh, could be any time of day, and sometimes even the environment. Some people can actually tell when the weather is going to change because they know that uh, you know that something is happening, and they, the body knows, and it goes into a man, migraine, and they know that when this happens, the weather is going to be changing, um, or, or, or vice versa, that when there's a weather changes, they get a headache. Um so there are all different kinds of triggers, and your in your friend's case could be that that time of day something happened. It wasn't the just the time of day. Maybe something else was happening around that time that was a trigger for her. Uh, so it's very important to sit down and kind of go through the whole history to try to figure out what could be a potential trigger for that particular patient, uh, and not just depend upon the list of all these uh, you know different. Uh, possible triggers.
1: Would you say that stress is uh, a very important cause of headaches?
2: Yes, stress is a very important cause of all types of headaches. Um, Well, the most commonly is the stress headache, what we call tension type headache, which is the number one headache. Uh, So obviously the, the name itself tells you that stress is what's causing the headache. So if you're Having a stressful day and you start having a headache, most likely it's the you know the stress type or tension type headache. But stress is also a very important trigger for migraine headaches. Uh, so we we know that uh, you know of, of patients who have migraine, uh, that's one of the reasons I'm very big on stress management. Our society is very stressful, uh, very stressed out uh, in all different ways. And so it's important for people to learn how to manage their stress uh, really well. In fact, my next uh, book that I've been uh, thinking of writing is on stress. Uh, And not just about managing stress, but going beyond that to try to figure out what's causing stress in your life uh, and addressing the cause rather than just uh, doing, you know, uh, uh, taking a pill to help with the stress headache or just doing some relaxation. But those are also very important things learning how to manage your stress by learning how to relax maybe doing some yoga maybe doing some meditation or learning some relaxation exercises because the stress is a very important trigger for all different kinds of headaches
1: yes yes and and i really love the idea dr singh of working on the root and the cause over just handling the symptoms
2: Yes, that's very important, and that's one of the things that in Western medicine, uh, generally speaking, when you go to a doctor, all they're doing is addressing the the symptoms by Mm -hmm. uh, giving you a a medication to control the pain um, or other conditions as well. Um, Now, I'm not saying that's not important. I mean, if you're suffering from a headache and your, your life is all turned upside down because of that, uh, taking the medication to get rid of the pain or at least lessen the pain is very important. I'm not saying that that's not important, but at the same time, if that's all you do is just treat the symptoms of the headache. You're not addressing the cause of the pain, the cause of the problem, it, the patient will keep suffering uh, until you do find something or something you, you find surreptitiously that there was, there was a cause. Now, obviously, in Western medicine, we're also very interested in looking at uh, a specific, more life-threatening causes because headache can be caused by something like a brain tumor or an aneurysm uh, in the brain as well. Uh, so, from that perspective, Western medicine is very good in that if you find a tumor or find an aneurysm, we can fix it. But those are—that's uh, a small percentage of all the all different kinds of headaches. And we call them secondary headaches, meaning that the headaches are secondary to something else that's going on, whether you have an infection in the brain or a tumor or uh, bleeding in the brain or something more serious like that. Uh, but the, the, the type of headaches that we're talking about, like, for example, the migraines or the uh, tension-type headaches, we call them primary headaches, meaning that we don't know the actual cause. They just happen uh, you know, by itself. Uh, but it was very important to find, just because they're primary headaches doesn't mean that there's no cause. Uh, it's just a matter of finding what that cause is and addressing it properly.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. Gosh. Well, and, and I'm also uh, curious, what made you decide to open your, your Headache Institute?
2: Well, um like I mentioned earlier, uh, because of my interest in uh, trying to help people find the cause of the problem and not just depend only upon medications, uh, and with my experience with uh, the other uh, therapies like acupuncture and yoga therapy, and my own experiences when I was in India, when I grew up as a child, um, I used to go to a homeopathic physician and Ayurvedic doctors when I became sick. So, because I knew that those things help um, mm-hmm. and it's hard for people to kind of find uh, other therapists around. And uh, so it's easy when it's all in one place, because I found that when I was prescribing, let's say, you know, uh, to a patient, you should go to an acupuncturist. Uh, they would or would not call them and then they would come back a month later and I would ask them, did you go see the acupuncturist? They would say, oh yeah, I... I became so busy. I forgot about it, and I didn't do it. Um, so patients, you know, you know, we're all human beings. We want to take it, take the easy way out. And so, if you have to do a lot of work to try to get to a therapist or, or to another a practitioner, sometimes we just don't do it. So if you have everything in one location, and all I, I tell the patient, okay, now go see this person next door to me, make an appointment. So they make the appointment right then and there's much easier for patients to follow up uh, and be seen and get treated properly. So that was the main impetus as to having one place where we have all these different therapies uh, for ease of use and also because uh, the other thing is that it's important for us to communicate with everybody else in the treating uh, team so we can figure out what's going on with the patient. So sometimes we will have actually have uh, uh, like a multidisciplinary uh, meetings where we will discuss patients and we'll ask the acupuncturist, well, what did you think about this patient? Did, did the patient get better or do you have any other suggestions? And the acupuncturist might say oh, the patient needs such and such therapy uh, to help, uh, help to uh, uh, um, uh, uh, work synergistically with the treatment that they're offering. So it's good to kind of talk about uh, talk about patients in a a team as a team approach and then determine maybe there's something else that we need to focus on rather than just going to uh, a a therapist and you never know, uh, you never get any feedback from them as to how the patient is doing or what they found as the cause. So we also learn from each other and uh, so so we can treat our patients better in a more of a team approach.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. Could you uh, please share your website information, how the listeners and viewers can can learn more about you, Dr. Singh.
2: Yes, uh, if you go basically to treatmyheadache.com, so www.treatmyheadache.com, uh, that uh, will get, get you to my website. Um, I'm, I'm going on the website right now just to make sure. Yes, and that will take you to... Uh, uh, that, that will take you to the, the website where, the, where you can actually buy the book if you wanted to. Um, or then you can uh, also access the the, the, the the other part of the website that has all the information on all the services that we offer and also information about headache. Uh, you can sign up for my uh, my um, my mailing list for my blog as well. Uh, so uh, the things that we do, because I, I try, try to give more information as new things come up, in fact, just recently, the um, FDA approved a new drug, which is uh, uh, which there's a lot of hope that this this medication is going to be very helpful for a lot of people. Um, and so, as these new treatments come about, um, and or any advances that happen, uh, I'll you know I try to uh, put them on my on my blog or on my website. So go to www.treatmyheadache.com. I love it. I love
1: it. With just a few minutes left in the show, Dr. Singh, is there anything you really want to put out there to someone that's really suffering from headaches, like a first step they could, should take?
2: Well, since everybody is so different, I cannot, um, I'm not going to, I can't give medical advice without mm-hmm. knowing the patient, but all I can say is that don't lose hope. There's hope. There are a lot of patients who are not going to their doctors uh, because they don't think that their doctors have anything uh, for them uh, anymore. That you know they've gone to doctors, they haven't gotten any response, or uh, they haven't gotten better, the headaches are still present, uh, and they they think that they have to live with that headache for the rest of their lives. That uh, may be so, but I think that it, it's a very important for you to not give hope and Go find the right treatment because the treatment does exist there uh, and uh, um, go online try to find a physicians who may be able to help you or at least refer you to somebody um you know who is knowledgeable about all these different other techniques so not just western medicine but open up your your view to all different kinds of eastern treating and treatment modalities as well so that you can find the right treatment you know for you and go and get my book And get educated. The whole idea is to get educated as to what is out there that can help you.
1: Yes. I love that. I love that. And your book is so fantastic. And I really love the bringing the the two different modalities, you know, the the medication, the Western medicine, and then myself, I love acupuncture. I mean, all those different things, you know, there's a lot that can be done. I, I love that. And, you know, don't give up hope because there's things they can learn. Oh, Dr. Singh, this has been so fantastic.
2: Thank you very much. It's been my pleasure to be on your show.
1: I am just so honored. And I wanna say thank you to all the listeners out there. Love, hugs and blessings. Dr. Singh, love, hugs and blessings.
2: Thank you very much.
1: much.
0: Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neurotraining offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. That's on